0: It's the Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. Here's Rob Carney.
1: It's the Tuesday, September 21st, 2021 edition of the Heartland at Noon. Brought to you by Purpose Financial and Heritage Insurance. Working together to serve you better. This is the last full day of summer. Autumn arrives tomorrow afternoon. So we got a little over 24 hours to go. And a nice day underway we got the full five-day forecast coming up. And, of course, we'll focus on election. Election 2021. It went exactly as most predicted it would. A liberal minority government. Former Moose Jaw Mayor Fraser Tomey won the local Moose Jaw Lake Center Lanigan seat. We'll hear from him today. And in case you went to bed early, we've got uh, edited versions of uh, Prime Minister Trudeau's victory speech and Conservative Party of Canada leader Aaron O'Toole and his speech from the end of the night last night. And the latest on COVID-19. There's a pop-up clinic in Moose Jaw. The testing site is busy today in Moose Jaw. And numbers continue to climb.
0: These stories and more
1: coming up on the Heartlanded News...
0: You're listening to 800-CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for Ivermaine Place. Small-town life is great when you're surrounded by people with big hearts. Contact today for senior living opportunities at Ivermaine Place, Central Butte.
2: Good afternoon, I'm Haley Shirky. Conservative Jeremy Patzer will be heading back to Ottawa for a second term after last night's election. He was first elected in the Cypress Hills Grasslands riding in the fall of 2019 and shared his thoughts last night on being reelected.
3: It's really humbling. You know, it's always an honor and a privilege to serve the, the great people of Cypress Hills Grasslands and to be, be elected again with a very clear number is, is great. And I look forward to uh, continuing on the work that we were working on before and to just keep focusing on the rural areas and uh, on the key industries that support uh, uh, the workers of the Southwest.
2: Katzer scored 23,855 votes, good enough for 72 percent of the riding support, but a decrease from the 81 percent in 2019. It will be almost an identical House of Commons he will be returning to as the Liberal Party won its third straight election, picking up another minority government under Justin Trudeau. Palm oil is extremely destructive creating mass deforestation and damaging the soil so oil palm trees can no longer grow. 13-year-old local Girl Guide Ophelia Bordage is taking a stand by creating a petition to swap out palm oil out of Girl Guide cookies for a more sustainable oil. She said she was surprised how many people were unaware of this major problem. Nobody knew what palm oil was, that it's in like
4: almost everything. It was the first time lots of people heard about it and that nobody
2: knows about the destruction it's causing and not many people actually care and are trying to stop something you can find the petition on Moose moosejaw co-op's fuel good fundraiser is happening today this time raising money for heartland hospice marketing and community relations manager Michaela turner says it's not just about the donation but also about the education
4: We really want to educate our community in what great work the Heartland Hospice is doing in Mushta. Um, It is important, but not everybody likes to talk about end-of-life care, Um, but having a supportive group that can be there in those tough and trying times is really important.
2: All day, coffee, cookie and slushy sales from Co-op Gas Bars will be donated, along with 10 cents from every liter of fuel pumped conservative Fraser Tommy will be representing Moose Jaw Lake Centre Lanigan in Ottawa while the Liberals held on to a minority government Tommy won over 60% of the vote but the Liberal Party won 155 ridings he comments on what a minority liberal government will mean
5: quite honestly i'm expecting the same uh, as the last uh, couple years and uh, you know I, you know i really think that we need to bring some common sense to some of the arguments and some of the challenges that we're facing.
2: Tommy was followed by the NDP's Talon Regent in second and the PPC's Che Craig in third. Former Moose Jaw couple Jane and Ron Graham have donated $5.9 million to the University of Saskatchewan. The Grahams lived in Moostra until the early 1980s where they ran Graham Construction. The donation includes three million dollars for Husky Athletics, one million dollars for the Vaccines and Infectious Disease Organization, one million dollars for the College of Education, and nine hundred thousand dollars for the College of Engineering. The Grams are the largest cumulative alumni donors in the University of Saskatchewan's history. The waterslide at the Kinsmen Sportsplex will be getting a name. Winmar Moose Jaw has bought the naming rights, along with a deal that will see Winmar also add signage at the outdoor pool and the off-leash dog park. Director of Parks and Recreation, Derek Blay.
6: Winmar has been a good partner in the past. They support our, uh, our toddler uh, turf program, uh, an annual value of about $2,000 a year.
2: The agreement is worth $11,100 over three years. And now, the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is up 141 points. The Dow Jones is up 184 points. The NASDAQ is up 88 points. And the Canadian dollar is up at 78.17 cents U.S. And do you have a story to share? Click Submit News
7: on discovermoosejaw.com. Justin Trudeau made his traditional post-election appearance at a Montreal metro station this morning, spending about 30 minutes greeting commuters. Some congratulated him, others posed for selfies, and one woman waving a Canadian flag threw her arms around the Prime Minister before his security detail intervened. As of this morning, the Liberals were leading in 158 ridings, while the Conservatives were leading in 119. Ontario Premier Doug Ford has issued a statement offering his congratulations to Justin Trudeau and calling for unity. Ford is promising to work with the newly re-elected Liberal government to advance his province's interests during the pandemic. Several small earthquakes are shaking La Palma following the eruption of a volcano on one of the Canary Islands off northwest Africa. Rivers of lava have been moving downhill since Sunday, and are closing in on a neighborhood that is home to more than 1,000 people. About 6,000 people have been evacuated so far, and emergency services are preparing for more evacuations. And the options remaining for thousands of Haitian migrants straddling the Mexico-Texas border are narrowing. The U.S. government is ramping up to an expected six expulsion flights to Haiti today. And Mexico has begun busing some away from the border. U.S. officials say more than 6,000 Haitians and other migrants have been removed from an encampment around a bridge in Del Rio, Texas. I'm Pam Fedick.
0: Now, discover Moose Jaw Sports.
1: Tampa Bay Rays are good. They outscored the Blue Jays 6-4 last night, so the Jays now with just a half-game lead on the New York Yankees for the final wild-card playoff spot in the American League. The Yankees gained ground with a 4-3 win over Texas last night. Quarterback Aaron Rodgers completed 22 of 27 for 255 yards and four touchdowns. The Green Bay Packers beat the Detroit Lions 35-17 last night in the NFL Monday Nighter. Green Bay improving to one and one. The Lions winless after two starts. Week eight of CFL action gets underway tomorrow night with a rare Wednesday night game between the Hamilton Tiger Cats and the Red Blacks in Ottawa. Hamilton's three and three; the Red Blacks are one and four on the season. And then there's a doubleheader on Friday night with Montreal and Toronto to play the Argos, and the Saskatchewan Roughriders are on the road to play the BC Lions in Vancouver. That'll be an eight thirty start time in Saskatchewan. Second place in the CFL West will be on the line as both clubs have four and two records. Moose Warriors will be back to practice today after taking Monday off. The Warriors will take a perfect 3-0 and preseason record into action this weekend with a home-and-home versus the Regina Pats. Friday's game at Mosaic Place with Saturday's match in Regina. And this weekend will mark the return of Warriors hockey on Country 100. Voice of the Warriors, James Gallo, will have all the action for us
0: now. Your Discover Moose Jaw weather.
1: It's pretty nice out there today for the final full day of summer. 17 degrees already here in Moose Jaw. Sunny with a southwest breeze and a high of 21. Tonight clear, the low 6. Tomorrow sunny, wind gusting up to 50 out of the southwest, the high 25. Thursday sunshine, 17. Friday sunny, high 19. Saturday sunny, high 26. Yesterday's high for Moose Jaw was 18, normal high at this time of year, 17, normal low plus 3. The record high for today, 29 degrees set in 1999, record low minus 6 in 1995. Sun came up at 647 this morning and goes down this evening at 703. This hour, Moose Jaw, Sunny and 17. Regina, 16. Assiniboia, Gravelberg, 17. Rock Glen Cornex, 17. Swift Current, 16. Elbow, 16. Davidson Watrous, 18. Once again, Assiniboia is 17, Regina 16, and with the wind southwest at 21, and the relative humidity at 41 percent, it is 17 degrees in Moose Jaw. From
0: World Weather Incorporated, here's 800 CHAB Agriculture Weather Specialist Drew Lerner for Young's Equipment, your Case IH dealer in southern Saskatchewan.
8: Temperatures this morning weren't all that terribly cold, and we're still waiting for a hard freeze to occur across parts of the eastern prairies, and we are not going to see that right away. i Drew Lerner for the Golden West Radio Network. Temperatures this morning got down to minus 1 at Broadview. We saw temperatures of minus 2 at Marie, but those were the two coldest areas in the province and many areas were not nearly that cold, staying above freezing in many locations. As we go forward through our forecast period, we're not expecting to see a lot of potential cold weather across the area for a while. In fact, we'll see these temperatures staying fairly warm. We're going to bounce around a bit though, so we will have an opportunity another opportunity for a little bit of frost and freeze come up here on Friday morning. In a portion of the province, not everybody's going to be impacted, and we're most likely going to see those temperatures just flirting for freezing rather than dropping significantly below it. Let's back up and take a look at the details of this outlook. We are still expecting to see a chance for some shower activity to occur ahead of the next shot of cooler air, but that is not likely to occur for another day or two. We are going to be dry today across the region with the winds switching around to the southwest and eventually increasing and that's going to bring us warmer temperatures. Afternoon highs today are expected to be in the 20s across a big part of the province and we'll look for temperatures tomorrow to be even warmer still with readings peaking out in the middle and upper 20s and wouldn't surprise me to see a couple of temperatures around 29 or 30 degrees near the U.S. border. The low pressure system responsible for the warm-up here today and tomorrow will eventually be followed by a little bit of a cooler air mass. That's when our chance for rain will increase briefly on late Wednesday night going into Thursday. The precipitation is still expected to be erratic and it was advertised yesterday to impact central parts of the region. Now we've got a little bit more of an erratic distribution of precipitation that could occur in about 45 percent of the entire province. The precipitation will be so random though it's going to be very difficult to try to predict who's going to get it and who isn't. By the time we get to uh, late Thursday night or early Friday morning we'll likely see the totals of of moisture from this event running from a trace upwards to 3 or 4 millimeters with one or two RM districts maybe getting a little bit more than that. It will be followed by a little punch of cool air but it's not going to be cold enough for widespread freezes but we'll see temperatures getting down into the single digits again and it wouldn't be surprising to see a couple of locations go down to maybe minus 2 but it certainly won't be a widespread event unless we can get a surface high pressure center to settle right over the province. For the Golden West Radio Network I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner.
0: Tim here with Young's Equipment. Get more. 20% more capacity, 30% more speed, 70% more flex. The all-new MacDon FT2 gives you more of everything you need for harvesting performance. From the company that brought you the original flex draper. Call your local Young's Equipment location or visit youngs.ca. Bigger, faster, flexier.
9: Get more with the MacDon FD2 Flex Draper. This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB.
1: Road report from My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town and Country Mall. New fall fashions have just arrived, small to 2XL at My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town and Country Mall. Ross Street West, 2nd to 3rd. They're doing some paving today. 3rd Northwest, between Oxford and Ross, some paving today as well. And it's Fuel Good Day at the Moose Jaw Co-op, raising money for charity. In this case, the local Heartland Hospice. Ten cents from every liter of gas will go to those folks. Along with a number of other items. Check it out. If you need a little gas, drop into any Moose Jaw Co-op gas bar or the Agro Center over on Caribou West. And do your part to help the co-op raise a little money for Heartland Hospice here in Moose Jaw. And a reminder, a quick and easy way to know when your garbage is being picked up is with the free Moose Jaw Live app. You'll get push notifications direct to your smartphone so you'll never miss a day. It's free. It's in the App Store. Now, today's Paul Martin Commentary.
9: Disruptions and unexpected consumer reactions to the COVID pandemic has messed up a lot of years of market data. In broad terms, we had built up a treasure chest of information on how the economy performs, something that helped with forecasting and even things like borrowing money for business expansion. But the COVID disruptions mean we have to start all over again with some of our trend analysis. A case study in this can be found in the latest July figures from the wholesale sector. Now, this is wholesale, not retail, but it's a bellwether or indicator of where the consumer market will be headed. What we saw in July was that lumber prices had come back down. They dropped as much as 23% in the month, depending on the category, but that was coming off a huge increase in prices over the past years. people who were hunkering down decided to renovate and to build. And we also saw automotive sales improve as some manufacturers were finally able to get their hands on microchips, and that cleared the way for delivery to dealers. I'm Paul Martin.
6: Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. The best way to start your weekend is at Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Every Saturday on Langdon Crescent from 8 to 1. Rain or shine, bring your family to Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Strike up some fun this weekend at the South Hill Bowling Center. Rock and Glow Bowling is back Friday and Saturday nights and Saturday afternoons. Knock down some pins with your friends and family. South Hill Bowling, call 693-0955 to book your spot.
1: This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. I see on social media, local people are talking about the local COVID-19 test site being uh, busy today. I do believe that's at South Hill Fire Hall is where people are going Uh, to get tested. Um, I also see on social media uh, a parent uh, of children saying there's a nasty cold bug going around and a lot of kids at Central Collegiate had it and went to get tested for COVID and a lot of negative tests. So that's well, that's encouraging. I can also tell you uh, I've got a friend who uh, has COVID-19 and this is a person who has been double vaccinated. But Woke up with a bad cold last week and thought, better go get tested. And that person did go get tested and did, in fact, test positive for COVID-19. That person is not severely ill, but uh, not feeling real well and uh, has to isolate for uh, a number of days uh, before going back out to do anything. Uh, Working, shopping, living life right? So uh, your best defense, like that person, uh, is to get double vaxxed. And we do have a pop-up vaccine clinic. Well, we've got a number of them, province-wide today, along with a number of previously scheduled clinics. So you can get the COVID-19, your first or second dose in Regina, Saskatoon, Watrous, Davidson, and in Moose Jaw today. The Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are available for you right now, and until 5 o'clock on the Moose Jaw Exhibition grounds. Uh, you don't have to make appointment, you can drop in and get your jab. In the meantime, case numbers continue to climb in Saskatchewan. We have 167 active cases in the local South Central Zone, and that's up from 148 that we reported yesterday. We still have seven people in hospital, including four in intensive care in the local zone. 4,672 cases active in Saskatchewan, and that's up from 4,586 cases yesterday. So the 4,672 active cases, the most since early December. There were 519 new cases, 431 recoveries, and two deaths reported yesterday. The number of new cases, the second highest ever announced in one day, behind only the uh, 543 announced this past Sunday. It's not going away cases are increasing. Two more people have died, like I said, taking the death toll in the province now to 641 since this all started. Hospitalizations right now are at an all-time high. 253 people are in hospitals, including a record 56 people struggling in intensive care. 189 of the 253 COVID patients in Saskatchewan hospitals are unvaccinated people. That's 189 of 253. Again, if you need or want your first or second jabs of Pfizer or Moderna vaccine to protect yourself against COVID-19, you can get the shot today at the Moose Jaw Exhibition Grounds until five o'clock. We'll take a brief time out and be back to talk federal election next on the Heartland at Noon.
6: Attention northern Saskatchewan farmers. Looking to dispose of unwanted agricultural pesticides or old livestock and equine medications? Take them to a Clean Farms collection event for safe disposal at no charge. Collection events are happening at designated ag retailers on specific days between October 4th and 8th. For details on what's accepted, dates, and locations, go to cleanfarms.ca and look under what to recycle where. Or call Clean Farms at 877-622-4460 or contact your local ag retailer. COVID restrictions may apply.
1: My crops were damaged this growing season. Am I covered?
10: Glad you asked. Crop insurance covers both yield and quality losses. Coverage is available if you decide not to harvest your insured crops or put them to an alternate use. Contact your local SCIC office to register a pre-harvest inspection or post-harvest claim. Visit scic.ca to learn more about crop insurance coverage. SCIC, here at every turn.
1: At Bear, obstacle is opportunity. We learn from the past. We innovate, like adding start to our DeKalb canola to fight against flea beetles. Our next-generation DeKalb TruFlex canola with Roundup Ready and Liberty Link technologies offer herbicide flexibility. Plus, you get enhanced pod integrity for straight cutting with confidence. Depend on
0: DeKalb canola for an easier, faster, smoother harvest. DeKalb, the seed for every season. Always follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions.
9: This is Greg Marsnik from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
1: A conservative sweep in Saskatchewan. All 14 federal ridings in our province went blue, including a conservative win in the local Moose Jaw Lake Center Lanigan riding, where former Mayor Fraser Tomey was elected. We'll have uh, more from Mr. Tomey coming up on the Heartland at noon. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau will be returning to Ottawa without the majority government mandate the Liberals had hoped for when he called the early election last month. Early this morning, the Liberals were hovering between 155 and 157 seats. Um, The former, the number they had when, Trudeau called the election in August. And 157 is what they won in 2019, right? The Conservatives were teetering at 121 and 122 after winning 121 less than two years ago. They'll remain the official opposition. With more people voting by mail than ever before, the final results in some ridings might not be known for a number of days. Elections Canada will start counting more than 780,000 mailed-in ballots today, and it's expected most will be finished by tomorrow, but officials have said some ridings could take up to four days for final counts to come in. The results have people from coast-to-coast wondering what the point was to spend millions of dollars and to be campaigning during a pandemic for a result that was much the same as 2019. In case you missed it, the victory speech last night, an edited version, from Prime Minister Trudeau, on the Heartland at New.
2: Montreal, Montreal, for the, first, time, for the third time, Canadians have spoken. Pour une troisième fois, les Canadiens ont parlé. Please welcome your leader, the Prime Minister of Canada.
11: You are sending us back to work with a clear mandate to get Canada through this pandemic and to the brighter days ahead. My friends, that's exactly what we are ready to do. There are still votes to be counted, but what we've seen tonight is that millions of Canadians have chosen a progressive plan. Some have talked about division. But that's not what I see. That's not what I've seen these past weeks across the country. I see Canadians standing together, together in your determination to end this pandemic, together for real climate action, for $10 a day childcare, for homes that are in reach for middle-class families. for our shared journey on the path of reconciliation. As Canadians, you've elected parliamentarians to deliver on all this, and our team, our government, is ready. I hear you when you say that you just want to get back to the things you love, not worry about this pandemic, or about an election, that you just want to know that your members of parliament of all stripes will have your back through this crisis and beyond. The moment we face demands real, important change. And you have given this parliament and this government clear direction. to the leaders of the other parties and their families thank you for being part of this important moment political life isn't easy this is a path you choose because you believe in serving those around you thank you for your service to the elections <laughs> to the elections canada staff and volunteers who signed up to be part of this democratic process and who will be working around the clock to count votes and tally results. Thank you. This election... This election has confirmed that our democracy and our institutions remain strong. And to my fellow Canadians, there is no greater honor than serving you and serving this country if you voted for our party thank you thank you for putting your trust in our team to keep moving forward for everyone and if you did not vote for us i want you to know that we will stand up for you and work for you every single day Because no matter how you voted, just like no matter where you come from, what language you speak, the color of your skin, the way you pray, I hear you. I hear you when you say that we can only move forward if no one is left behind. Our shared future is built vote by vote, door by door, and above all, person by person. That's something I learned when I first ran in Papineau 12 years ago. There are a lot of people who've worked hard, very hard to get here tonight. First off, my fellow liberals, my friends, congratulations. Whether you're a candidate, staff, or volunteer, I know there have been a lot of late nights and early mornings. There have been tough days, but together we've done something incredible. Bravo, mes amis. And par dessus tout, je veux remercier ma famille. I want to thank, as always, my mom, who's here tonight. Who started going through election nights like this when she was a little girl when my grandfather was running for Parliament in Vancouver North but thank you Mum, for always being there we've all worked so hard over the last few weeks and over the last few years and we have come so far my friends tonight I think of something Prime Minister Wilfrid Laurier said as his generation was at the dawn of a new century. He said, let them look to the past, but let them still more look to the future. Let us not forget the past and the dark days we have come through together, but let us still more look to the future and all that is still to come and all that we have still to build together let us feel the warmth of a new dawn and above all let us seize the promise of a brand new day merci mes amis thank you my friends merci tout le monde
1: are you How are you feeling the warmth A little over uh, 2,300 people in the local Moose Jaw Lake Center Lanigan riding are, are feeling the warmth. Uh, 2,323 votes for Caitlin Zimmer, the local liberal candidate, last night in Moose Jaw Lake Center Lanigan. Fraser told me our former mayor, the conservative candidate, far and away the winner. Now, the, still the latest results I can find are still the results that I found this morning. 190 of 201 polls reporting in the Moose Jaw Lake Center Lanigan riding. So I'm assuming some of the mail-in uh, ballots are, are counted in those polls. But Fraser told me with 61% of, of votes, close to 24,000 votes. Uh, second place, uh, just over 7,000 votes, Talon Regent of the NDP. So Fraser told me with 61% of the vote, Talon Regent 18.7%. Che Craig of the People's Party of Canada with just 11.6% of the vote. And Caitlin Zimmer, the Liberal candidate, with just 6% of the vote. Again, 2,323 votes. And again, those uh, those numbers, uh, while they're, they're not... Unofficial, They're official, but uh, the final tally still being uh, added up by Elections Canada. Conservative leader Aaron O'Toole, uh, not exactly pleased with the final results last night, but encouraged by the fact once again his party garnered more votes, with the popular vote numbers at 34.1% for the Conservative Party compared to 31.8% for the
12: Liberals. At the start of this pandemic... I called for a Team Canada approach to combat COVID-19. 18 months later, our nation needs that more than ever. Five weeks ago, Mr. Trudeau asked for a majority. He said the minority parliament was, quote, unworkable. But tonight, Canadians did not give Mr. Trudeau the majority mandate he wanted. In fact, Canadians sent him back with another minority at the cost of $600 million and deeper divisions in our great country. Just days ago, he said he would hold yet another election within 18 months if he didn't get his way. Mr. Trudeau was hoping for a quick power grab. Instead, he has thrust us into what he has promised will be 18 months of perpetual campaigning. Our country is facing the most serious economic challenge since the Great Depression. Even before the pandemic led to record debt and deficits, investment and jobs were leaving Canada. For too long, we have been divided. For too long, we have seen politicians pit region against region, neighbor against neighbor. But when we are divided, Canadians get left behind. Mr. Trudeau thinks Canadians should endure 18 more months of divisive campaigning so he can try once again to get the election result he wants. We need to heal the divides in Canada, not risk worsening them for selfish gains. A few months ago, I told Conservatives that our party needed the courage to change because Canada has changed. Over the past 36 days, we have demonstrated to Canadians that we have set out on a path to engage more Canadians in our Conservative movement. One that addresses is the challenges of today while advancing the dreams of tomorrow. Ours is a conservatism that dwells not in the past, but learns from it to secure the future. It is a conservatism that reveres strong communities and compassion for one another for our environment and for those in need at home and abroad it is a conservatism that respects hard work and character and the fact that millions have come to this great country for liberty and opportunity it's a conservatism that believes reconciliation is more than a box to check It is the very keystone of Canada reaching its potential. And it starts with clean drinking water as a basic human right still denied to Indigenous children born today. And above all else, it is a conservatism that believes Canada is the greatest country on earth and that our best days are on the horizon. A conservatism that builds Canada up. Let's build it up. In the months ahead, thank you, friends, in the months ahead, as Mr. Trudeau gears up for yet another election, we must continue this journey to welcoming more Canadians to to take another look at our party. More people voted for Canada's Conservatives than any other party, and that's a strength to build on. Our support has grown. It's grown across the country, but clearly there is more work for us to do to earn the trust of Canadians. We have shown ourselves to have the courage to be bold and to have the courage to change. We must hold fast to that courage. We must show Canadians that we will not waver in our commitment to grow. As we prepare for the election Justin Trudeau once in another 18 months, we will take stock of what worked and what didn't. And we will continue to put in the time showing more Canadians that they are welcome in the Conservative Party of Canada. Above all, we must continue to show Canadians that whether you're black, white, brown, or from any race or creed, whether you're LGBTQ, or straight, whether you are an indigenous Canadian or came to Canada five weeks ago or five generations ago, doing well or barely getting by, whether you worship on Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, every day or not at all, you are an important part of Canada and you have a place in the Conservative Party of Canada. I joined the military at 18 to serve Canada and its people. And some of the people I served with are in this room tonight. I will never stop serving this great country. And my pride in Canada has deepened these fa- past five weeks as I've gotten to meet more incredible Canadians from all walks of life. My family and I are resolutely committed to continuing this journey for Canada. to put the unity of this country and the well-being of its people first. And I told him, if he thinks he can threaten Canadians with another election in 18 months, the Conservative Party will be ready. And whenever that day comes, I will be ready to lead Canada's Conservatives to victory. Thank you, Canada. Let's get to work.
1: Many on social media today are now questioning whether Aaron O'Toole is the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada uh, going forward uh, and questioning whether, uh, you know, he's the guy. Time will tell. Our guy, Premier Scott Moe, taking to social media uh, mid-morning today, writing, After the most pointless election in Canadian history, it's time the Prime Minister gets to work addressing the real issues facing Canadians. Read my full statement below. He writes... That was the most pointless election in Canadian history. The Prime Minister spent $600 million of taxpayers' dollars and five weeks further dividing the country to arrive at almost the same result as where we started. This time and money could have been spent working to address real issues facing Canadians, including properly funding Canada's chronically underfunded health system, working with provinces to increase vaccination rates in some of our hardest-to-reach communities, and positioning Canada and its provinces as leaders in the global economic recovery. That's what should happen now. That from Premier Scott Moe. We'll take a time out and be back to tell you about our new Member of Parliament. We'll visit with Fraser Tommy next on The Heartland at Noon.
0: The greatest rock, pop, and soul tunes of the 70s and 80s. It's Dick Bartley's Classic Hits. The songs you remember, surrounded by headlines, personalities, interviews, TV trivia, pop culture, and more. Saturdays at 8 and Sundays at noon. Dick Bartley's Classic Hits. Brought to you by Primary Eye Care Center and Hoya Lenses, Moose Jaw Funeral Home, Assiniboia Livestock Auction, Saskatchewan Wildlife Federation, and the greatest hits of all time, 800-CHAB. Attention Malt Barley Growers, Prairie Malt and Bigger is offering competitive bids on 2021 Copeland, Metcalf, Synergy, Connect, Fraser, and Bow varieties. Aggressive bids and nearby movement is available for Malt Barley into Bigger, Saskatchewan. Contact Prairie Malt today for details and pricing. 1-306-948-3500. 1-306-948-3500. Prairie Malt in Bigger.
1: My crops were damaged this growing season. Am I covered?
10: Glad you asked. Crop insurance covers both yield and quality losses. Coverage is available if you decide not to harvest your insured crops or put them to an alternate use. Contact your local SCIC office to register a pre-harvest inspection or post-harvest claim. Visit scic.ca to learn more about crop insurance coverage. SCIC, here at every turn. The benefits of our creation are endless. Get notoriously active. Moose Jaw Parks and Rec on the radar.
0: Fall program registration is underway. Check out badminton, pickleball, martial arts classes, and many more community association programs available throughout the city on the free city app. The Kinsman SportsPlex and Yara Center offer a variety of drop-in activities, including fitness, turf, track, and swimming. For full schedules and to register to reserve your spot, go to the city's website or use the free city app. Searching for a used bike or sports equipment for fall sports, book an appointment online or through the city app to check out the sports equipment vault. Lots of hockey equipment and cleats available. The elm pruning ban is now lifted. Remember to dispose of all elmwood to prevent Dutch elm disease. Elm Disposal Permits are free from Parks and Rec and allow you to take Elmwood to the landfill free of charge.
10: To learn more about Moose Jaw Parks and Recreation, visit moosejaw.ca.
0: This is Aaron Rustin
1: of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. Moose Jaw, Lake Center, Lanigan, the local riding, as you might have expected, to the Conservative Party candidate, Fraser Tomey, our former mayor, now our member of Parliament. He was declared the winner early last evening, but he waited until about 10 o'clock before he was comfortable with the fact he was the winner, and at that point, talked to our Sean
3: Slatt. Uh, First of all, uh, congratulations on being elected.
5: Thank you very much.
3: No no, not a problem. Uh, first of all, it uh, looks like uh, we'll have a liberal a liberal minority government uh just uh, what's your thoughts on that
5: Well right now I, I, I my thoughts are on the writing that I represent. Uh, we've worked very hard, and uh, you know that I've been pretty much campaigning for about four months. We were in a nomination battle uh, just before the election, and then a week later uh, we were in this election so really my focus is, has been on Uh, this riding, and uh, I'll look at the national landscape a little later on.
3: So what are some of those issues then in this riding that you'd now like to bring to Ottawa?
5: Well, you know, uh, this uh, this community has been hit by drought, and uh, one of the promises that uh, was made by the provincial government was to commit $4 billion to, um, you know, water irrigation. And I know that uh, if we were to be elected as the conservative party, uh, that we were committed to that project. And so, uh, you know, this is something that I will, uh, uh, fiercely, um, support and, uh, that I will make, um, you know, make known that, uh, that this is an important project in our riding.
3: Uh, I know a lot's been made about the first-past-the-post um, electoral. Uh, just from looking at it right now, it looks like the Conservatives actually have the popular vote. Is that something you want to see looked at now?
5: Well, you know, that happened in the last election. It's happened in, in two elections now where the Conservatives had the popular vote. Um, and, and you know, uh, so I, I I do think it's something to look at uh and you know what what the answer is i don't have right now but it is something that when you know we have had two leaders who have you know received the most number of votes and and they're not representing our country
3: obviously we're still coming through this pandemic too um is there still issues that you feel that we're facing with this pandemic
5: well i mean what a time to actually call an election uh you know, it was very, very disappointing. It's been very, very challenging, especially in this riding. Um, You know, it's not just the pandemic, but the fact that we're in the middle of a stressful harvest season uh, during a drought season. You know, most of my time has has, you know, normally you're door knocking, but I've been out combine calling and I've been going out and visiting farmers uh while they've been out in the combines and, uh you know, getting to know people within this riding. And so The size of this uh, riding is very vast, and so that's, you know, produced a challenge. But, uh, you know, I'm up for the task, and uh, after this, uh, you know, election, which, you know, will be very, very soon, you know, a matter of hours, um, you know, I, I, you know, want to spend time within this riding meeting, the people of of this um, Moose Jaw Lake Center, Lanigan riding, and meet the constituents here
3: now i know you're kind of looking at your writing but with the minority government do you think it'll help now that there will be those checks and balances that um the liberals have to have the votes because they have a liberal minority government um do you feel the help that there's that check and balance that uh, the liberals will have to have those votes in order to pass anything
5: well i i'm quite honestly i'm expecting the same uh as the last uh couple of years and uh you know, I, you know, I really think that we need to bring some common sense to some of the arguments and some of the challenges that we're facing, and so I'll do my best, uh, you know, based on my track record as mayor, um, to be able to do that for this riding and to be able to represent uh, Moose Jaw, Lake Centre, Lanigan, uh, the province of Saskatchewan, and also our country.
3: I guess finally, maybe I should just start off with this. Uh, how are you feeling being elected and having to represent now Mooshaw Lake Lanigan?
5: Well, quite honestly, uh, as I've said, you know, I've been campaigning for, you know, close to four months with being part of a nomination. And then a week later, after winning the nomination, being into an election. And so, uh, you know, I'm grateful to everyone on my team. And I'm grateful to my family. But quite honestly, I feel relieved. I feel that we have earned this because we have worked hard. And so I'm also excited uh, to be able to, uh, you know, go to Ottawa and to be able to represent, uh, you know, this this great constituency.
3: Perfect. That's what I'll add. Unless there's anything else you'd like to add, Fraser?
5: Yeah, you know, uh, I've I've learned so much as being not only a city councilor for the city of Moose Jaw, but also as mayor. And so I want to be able to use this experience uh, as a member of parliament, and I want to uh, continue to work hard for the people of of this constituency. And I'm very proud, and I'm grateful to those that have entrusted me with this position.
1: That's your new member of parliament for Moose Jaw Lake Center, Lanigan, with uh, 190 of 201 polls reporting. Fraser told me with 61% of the vote, 23,807 total votes in yesterday's federal election. We'll take a time out and be back to expand on a story we first had uh, on the news at the top of the hour. A local youngster, a girl guy, taking action to get palm oil out of girl guy cookies. She'll explain when we come back. Heartland at noon, 800 CHAB.
0: Class is in session. Time for another lesson in rock and roll history on 800 CHAB.
6: Having a song reach the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100 is no easy feat, but it's made even more impressive when you do it singing in a foreign language. Only a handful of non-English songs have reached number one in North America, and it all started in 1958 with the Italian song Nel Blue Di Pinto Di Blue by Domenico Mudango. While that song may not have survived the test of time, there's a few other foreign language number ones that have. Rock Me Amadeus by the Austrian group Falco reached number one in 1986. Mexico's Los Lobos hit number one in 1987 with their hit La Bamba. And possibly the most well-known of them all, Los Del Rio of Spain reached number one in 1996 with a remixed version of their massive hit Macarena. Macarena.
0: This has been another Rock and Roll History lesson brought to you by Culligan Water
6: and Moostra, Better water, pure and simple. KCS Marketing, a division of Kathy's Custom Stitchery. Putting your name on almost anything since 1989. KCSmarketing.ca. Thanks for supporting local. Dignity Bath. Safety. Comfort. Dignity.
0: And Community Service Radio. 800 CHAV. Discover Moostraw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com.
3: Sunny this afternoon, winds gusting to 40 kilometers an hour and a high of 21. Tonight, clear winds gusting to 40 kilometers an hour and a low of 6. Tomorrow sunny, winds gusting 50 kilometers an hour in the morning, a high of 25. Thursday sunny, a high of 17. Friday sunny, a high of 19. And Saturday sunny, and a high of 26. The Saskatchewan Health Authority is holding a COVID-19 vaccine clinic today until 5 o'clock at the Golden Nugget Center at the Exhibition Grounds. The clinic is offering both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. For all your news and weather anytime, click on discovermusha.com or the Musha Live app. I'm Sean
9: Slatt. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
1: Girl Guide Cookies. We all like them, don't we? A package of Girl Guide Cookies and a glass of milk is a snack many of us have enjoyed over the years. Did you know those cookies contain palm oil? Did you know palm oil is a controversial product? You can see this story on DiscoverMooseJaw.com under the headline, Local Girl Guide Taking a Stand Against Deforestation. Our Haley Shirky has more.
2: Ophelia Bordage is a 13-year-old girl guide looking to make a difference. She created a petition to stop using palm oil in girl guide cookies. I talked to Bordage about why this petition is so important. All right, so just tell me a little bit about Girl guides, how long have you been a girl guide? And just tell me about the program.
4: Uh, I've been with girl guides and girl guides for seven years. So it goes all the way from five year olds to seventeen year olds. I'm in the second age group in my second year since I'm thirteen. And basically our age group meets every other week and we work on the badges and we sell cookies. We'll usually do like a community like garbage cleanup and do other service projects and lots of the time just something. This year we have to do it outside because of COVID, which kind of sucks, but it's still going to be fun, I think.
2: You created a petition to stop using palm oil in Girl Guide cookies. Is that correct? Yes. How did you do this research about palm oil? I
4: found out about palm oil a couple of years ago because, like, since I was three, I've been into environmental things, like, my whole life. I realized that, like, I have that monkeys were growing extinct, and I've always really liked monkeys. Well, why is this happening? And that kind of led me to palm oil. I did a bunch of research on trustworthy websites and found out how horrible it is, and then my mom told me to sell that cookie recipe, and I decided that this is something that I could try to change. It's not like going against a major company like Nestle. It's something I found a bit more reasonable to try to change.
2: Yeah, and especially it being so close to your heart because you have been a girl guide for seven years. made it simpler to try to change. All right, so why is palm oil so bad for the environment? Uh, Palm oil is bad for the environment because
4: it creates, Mass deforestation, um, in three months, by 2022, 98% of uh, Indonesia's forest is going to be gone. And the way that they do it, they burn all the trees and then drain the peatland. So the way that they drain it, they can actually restore the forest how it was before. And when they drain the peatland, it also releases, like, 6,000
2: tons of CO2 per, like,
4: hectare, I think. So... That's also a lot of carbon dioxide.
2: How come this initiative is so important to you?
4: I thought it was sad that when I did a presentation on this at school for a passion project that nobody knew what palm oil was. And that it's in like almost everything. It was the first time all the people heard about it. And that nobody knows about the destruction it's causing and not many people actually care and are trying to stop something. And in Girl Guides, they teach us to respect our environment and to take action for a better world to quote the promise that we say directly. Also, to live up to the, what their expectations of the girls.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure that there's some other type of oil that is less invasive that they could use for cookies.
4: Canola oil is very similar, and along
2: with coconut
4: oil, there's
2: aren't destructive in any way. And so you created this petition. It's gaining quite a lot of traction. Did you expect that response? No,
4: not at all. I expected it to be like 500 votes in a week or something. But I'm currently at 14,500, and it's been, I think, three or four days. Yeah, four days. Yeah. I also have some paper petitions that most of the guides, which is 9 to 12, and some of the Pathfinders. Which is twelve to seventeen, since we also have the Rangers in our group, um, and so when we go door to door, we're also going to have those.
2: Okay, awesome. And so those were all the questions that I had, Ophelia. Is there anything else that you would like to add?
4: Lots of people think that there is sustainable palm oil. There isn't. It's kind of just a thing to make people that do care and stuff like kind of feel better about it, but the way that they do it, it cannot be sustainable.
1: Again, there's more on that story on DiscoverMooseJaw.com today. Way to go, Ophelia, taking a stand. 13 years old, and uh, she's got the environment on her mind. Way to go. Again, that story on DiscoverMooseJaw.com. And again, a quick reminder, fuel good day at the Moose Jaw Co-op. 10 cents from every liter of fuel sold today goes to Heartland Hospice in Moose Jaw. So if you have room in your gas tank, there you go. My thoughts on last night's federal election on the Daily Commentary next.
0: Connecting the Community. Brought to you by Moose Jaw Serving Moose Jaw and area since 1916. Live well with PharmaSafe. Moose Jaw Truck Shop. Your number one diesel truck repair experts. Visit Moose Jaw Truck Shop on Facebook for more information. And Community Service Radio. 800-CHAB. 800 CHAB, connecting the community.
4: Hey, Mooshja, this is Michaela Turner from the Mooshja Co op, Marketing and Community Relations Manager. I'm excited to invite you out to Feel Good Day 2021, happening on Tuesday, September 21st. At all of our gas bar locations from open to close, 10 cents will be donated from every liter of fuel pumped. at all of our locations. You can buy cookies, coffee, slushes. Um, All proceeds are going this year to Heartland Hospice Moose a very deserving group doing pretty special work in our community.
0: People are passionate about logos. We wear t-shirts and hats and even have tattoos of our favorite logos. And one of the first things people notice about your business is your logo. Does it communicate what you do? What you sell? Is it well-designed? Is it current? Do you even have a logo? At Homefield, our design team specializes in logos and branding. We've created logos and helped build brands you see every day. And we can help build a strong brand for your business. Logos, branding, Homefield can help. Success starts at myhomefield.ca. When you're a farmer, you've learned to take the good with the bad because you've seen it all and your roots are deep.
6: Daddy, I want to be a farmer just like you.
0: Farming is about a sense of pride in an honest day's work, careful planning, and growing for the future. Moose Jaw Co-op is on your team. Early mornings, late nights, safely getting harvest completed with agro and fuel locations in Avonlea and Moose Jaw. We are growers. We are farmers. We are Moose Jaw Co-op. Be part of something bigger.
9: You're listening to 800 CHAB along with us at LBBD Auto Body. Hi, I'm Terry, and we are proud to say that we now have the highest level of accreditation for safe and quality collision repair in town.
1: The Conservative Party of Canada swept Saskatchewan, winning all 14 seats in our province. Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party will form another minority government, its status quo. So why? Why did Canada spend the time and money on this snap election? That's what Canadians coast-to-coast are asking on social media today. Conservative Andrew Scheer, re-elected in Regina-Quipel, told reporters last night the election was a vanity project. Don Martin, columnist for CTV.ca on Twitter last night, wrote, There won't be any majority for Justin Trudeau tonight. Nothing to show for this $600 million contrived excuse for a pandemic election. There's a local man on the CHAB Facebook page who believes the millions of dollars spent on the election would have been better spent on health care and education. You can't disagree with that, can you? You know, I consider myself a
7: proud Canadian, but I'm just not feeling it today. I'm Rob Kearney.